the righteousness of faith. Father, your goodness is so good. Your love is so lovely. Your health is so healthy. Your righteousness is so right. We receive from you revelation, insight, concepts, ideas that'll feed our faith, feed our heart, fix our heart, renew our mind, strengthen our bodies because you said your word is health and medicine to all of our flesh. So we take this word as medicine and as health and as healing and as abundance to all of our flesh, even now as we listen to you in Jesus' name. Now, righteousness. Righteousness, the force out of your nature, the nature of righteousness, the being that you are made in the image and in the likeness of Christ, created in righteousness and true holiness. This righteousness as a force will exalt. It'll lift up. It'll take from a low place and bring to a high place. It'll promote. It'll take from the lowest level and take to the highest level. It'll take to the maximum from the minimum. It'll take to the highest level attainable in anything and everything that pertains to your life personally and into godliness and your relationship with the Father himself out of this world and all the mess in it and into goodness, into life and that evermore. Now go with me to Proverb chapter 14 and we're going to look at a verse here and then we're going to flip down to 15. Proverbs 14 verse 34. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Now, 1519, the way of the slothful man is a hedge of thorns, but the way of the righteous is raised up. Now, you'll notice here that righteousness exalts. Righteousness raises up. Righteousness will exalt an entire nation, but sin will be a reproach and bring a nation down. We see here that laziness and slothfulness is a hedge of thorns. It's a, it's a way. Try walking through a prickle bush. That's what it's like for the slothful man. But the way, the path of the righteous is raised up. It's above the thorns. It's above. It's exalted above the curse of the age, the curse of the earth. Righteousness exalts. Now in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, I want to show you that there is a connection between righteousness and humility. Those that are righteous are humble. There is a stark contrast between righteousness and pride. You cannot be proud and walking in righteousness. A proud being is not a righteous being. The original proud being, the devil himself, when he was Lucifer, his heart was lifted up and iniquity was found in him and he was brought low. Isaiah 14 and Ezekiel 28 tells you this. But the humble, the humble, those that humble themselves under the mighty hand of God, those that humble themselves to his word and his way of doing things, those that come to him and say, I need a Lord and I need a Savior, they're the ones that are raised up and made righteous. So look for 
humility and righteousness. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. King James says, Behold his soul which is lifted up. Lifted up. Soul lifted up. Is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Now, upright, straight, right, righteous. But the just, those that have been declared righteous, shall live by his faith. The Amplified says, Look at the proud. His soul is not straight or right within him, but the righteous man shall live by his faith and in his faithfulness. Now remember, righteousness will exalt. Go to James chapter 4 and consider that the humble are righteous. Those that are righteous are humble. James 4, 6. He, the Father, gives more grace. Wherefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Did you see it? God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Grace flows through righteousness, Romans chapter 5 says. Submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. When you submit yourself, when you humble yourself under the, under the word of God, under the Father himself, you will have the force and the ability to resist the devil, and he will absolutely flee from you in any way that he came against you. He'll flee from you seven ways completely. He'll run with He's afraid of the righteous and that force of righteousness. He can't stand in the presence of humility and in the word of God. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 5 says, Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yes, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humble mindedness. Remember, the proud soul is not righteous. But the humble-minded, that's the mind of the righteous. For God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. (laughs) Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares upon you. He cares for you. He cares for you. Cast all your care, all your distractions, all the things that are attacking your mind, everything that's trying to grab your attention, all anxiety, all solicitude, all concerns, all overwhelming senses of responsibility. All that is in the realm of pride. You think you can do it yourself. You're worried about it because you think you have to deal with it yourself. Depend upon him. Humble yourself under his mighty hand. He'll exalt you out of that care out of those distractions, out of that anxiety, out of all that concern. And it says in verse 8, be sober, 
Be sober of mind. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith. There's that force of righteousness resisting the devil, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace who has called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after this you've suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. That's the way it is. So you will notice here that righteousness exalts. It'll lift you up. It'll lift you up out of any trouble, whether it's of the soul, whether it's of the body, whether it's of circumstances, no matter what it is, and it'll put you in a position to resist the devil and exercise the force of faith, the force of righteousness by faith, and he will flee. He can only come in and enter in and devour someone that he finds place in, he finds room in. And one of the places that he finds room is in a distracted, anxious, worried, care-filled soul, mind that is tormented or just confused or just mildly irritated by all the load of the day, the load of the age, the things that are going on, the righteousness of God, that force in you, coming out of you, will exalt you, will lift you up. Go to Philippians chapter 2, and we're going to see this again, that this is the force of of righteousness doing these things. Philippians chapter 2, he starts out in the first verse talking about having a humble mind and unity and love and lowliness of mind and esteeming others better than yourselves and not looking on your own things but looking on the things of others, being concerned about others, not being so selfish and so proud and, and all that. It's actually, it says in uh, chapter 2 verse 3, in the Amplified, in the true spirit of humility, let each regard the others as better than and superior to himself. Now look at verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus, in the true spirit of humility, regarded you as better than himself. So much so that he laid down his life for you. He desired you. The price of a soul ceases forever. You cannot put a value on a soul, on a, on a man, on a woman, and who they are. So it took all of heaven's resources. It took the very creator himself, Jesus, to enter into the womb of a woman as a baby and become a man and grow up and have to learn and live in this sin-cursed, death, devil-filled world to get you, to rescue you, to exalt you. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Verse 6, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, was made in the likeness of men, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Remember, death, sin, iniquity, 
in contrast to obedience, righteousness, and life. So Jesus humbled himself and became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. Remember, he who knew no sin was made to be sin, that you'd be made the righteousness of God in him. Now look at verse 9. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him his name, the name of the Father himself, which is above every name, that in the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven, in earth, and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father." Righteousness exalted him out of death and sin and likewise exalts you. Righteousness is an exalting force. Now chapter 3 verse 8 says, Yes, doubtless I count all things lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ. That righteousness which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God the Father, the Creator himself, by faith of Christ, by faith in the blood of Jesus. Verse 10, so that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, that force, that ability to change and rearrange things of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Did you see that? The righteousness of God the Father by faith is connected with the resurrection from the dead and has lifted up Jesus far above all things and has raised you up to sit together with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This righteousness exalts Second Peter chapter 1. And you're going to see that righteousness still exalts. It'll exalt you out of what's going on in this age, in this present time. How does this pertain to you right now? Well, right now there's a lot of mess going on in the earth worldwide, in Canada, in the United States, in the East, all over the place, all over the place. It says in 2 Peter chapter 1, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord according as his divine power. Remember, power, force has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Remember, the righteousness of life through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby his divine power, by his divine force, are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. And might I add that the divine nature includes righteousness. It's correct. It's the very essence and the nature and the being of the Father himself. 
You are a partaker of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. Righteousness, the nature of God, exalts us and causes us to escape the corruption that is in the world. That corruption we have escaped because of the force of righteousness. Now think that way. When you see all the trash going on in the world, when you hear another thing about the bad news, when you hear another thing about what the enemy's doing out there, when you see how he's destroying and trying to ruin and trying to corrupt everything from education to health to government to economy to morality to neighborhoods to the way things are done and people seem to be losing their minds and making silly stupid decisions and you don't even understand how they could even come up with such foolishness know this that's corrupt it's rotten it's the death and the sin nature coming into its full fruition but you beloved that are righteous by faith have been exalted out of that and you've escaped that corruption that rottenness and you are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus living in that place of purity with the father and you are raised up above that trash and you can live in this world not being of this world and be untouchable by that mess believe in Jesus name you are a partaker of the divine nature Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.